Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Beth Pascal. It's a couple days before the 2021 Western States 100. You're back again to Western States, Beth. Hi. I am, yeah. It's so exciting to be here. Although I feel like I've been knocking around for a while now. But um, yeah, it's, it's great to be here. It's super exciting. Feel fresh after a couple of years absence from this place. So uh, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, so there's a lot to talk about there. But first, I want to talk about two years ago, the last time this race took place, you were just off the podium, fourth place, first bridesmaid, I guess we can say. Uh, you know, a person who does quite well at this race, but still comes back, you must be seeking more. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it would be great to be on the podium. I mean, last time it, I was super happy just to finish that high up. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it wasn't like I was upset not to be on the podium last time, but now coming back, knowing the course and having perhaps, yeah, being, being better prepared this time. Um, yeah, I would, I would like to be up there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you've been in the U.S. I think since the Canyons 100K in April. Have I got that right? Yeah, so about 10 weeks now. You're yeah. using all of your visa. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, and so from following you on social media, Strava and Instagram and stuff, it looks like you've been splitting your time between California and Arizona? Yeah, so after Canyons I went up to Flagstaff and I was there for about six weeks I think and then came back to California three weeks ago and okay. my husband came out as well so for the last three weeks we have been milling around uh, <laughs> yeah kind of around the area we went to Yosemite last week which was really cool just yeah it's felt a bit like a holiday we've been uh, camping again like we did in 2019 and Aww. just yeah having a nice time um, but you've been training your brains out, or at least that's what it looks like according to Strava. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whole time, actually. No, it feels like it's been quite a short period of time between mm. canyons and, and now. It's nine weeks, I think. Um, and it took me quite a long time to recover after canyons. Okay. I think it was the race and then going to altitude straight afterwards mm. and I'm not great with altitude, which is one of the reasons I went to Flagstaff. Uh -huh. But yeah, it took a long time to recover. But yeah, I did have time to get a, a few few good weeks of training in up there before before coming back here and tapering. So yeah, not crazy training, um, but enough, I hope. It was fun for me because, I don't know, when I think of a Brit, I don't necessarily think of people who hang out in heat and sun with regularity, but it was fun to watch you train in Sedona and the Grand Canyon and yeah, Yosemite and the sun and the warm. Yeah, well, that was the idea of coming here, really. Like, you can't get heat and altitude many other places. Um, so, and and as I mentioned before, we um, before we started recording, I had some time off work, so it made sense to to be somewhere else and have a change of scenery whilst I have the opportunity because I might not get it again. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about Canyon's 100K for a second. The way the course ended up this year was really interesting in that you ran what you're doing on Saturday in this race kind of backwards for a while. I'm so glad we're running it this way around on Saturday. <laughs> I was going to ask, which is the better way? Running like up Cal Street, for example, it's a killer. It's a real killer. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. It was good to kind of refresh my memory for the mm. course. And it makes you realize, yeah, how much, I mean, it's obviously not going to be easy on Saturday, is it? But um, yeah, I'm relieved to be running it this way around. 
Um, and Canyon's 100K, was that your first um, like sort of competitive race back after the pandemic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was it, yeah, was it strange to get used to racing again or did you just sort of slip into it being like, ah, this is what it feels like? Yeah, it wasn't strange racing as such. I think it's strange, like, because I've traveled a fair bit in the mm. last few months, getting used to the COVID culture in different places oh, takes some yeah. getting used to. Like, you meet, like, because when I came out, well, well I was in uh, the Canaries on a Salomon camp, actually, before I came out here. And it's like, I haven't hugged anybody. It's been illegal to hug anybody for, like, well over a year. You know, I don't know what the social etiquette is like can I come within two meters of you <laughs> when do I have to wear like all, all these things and it changes and it was, from place to place it or? changes from place to place exactly and mm. I was seeing all these people and it, it was amazing like I haven't even seen my family it's been like 10 months now so yeah it was it, that's really interesting but racing felt fairly natural I guess mm. uh, no debacles with like forgetting your water bottles or leaving stuff at aid stations or yeah just that learning curve of of racing i i did make a, a i went the wrong way oh, okay but that's i think i have Normal. a habit of doing it anyway oh, do i don't think that's just being a bit race rusty <laughs> i feel like a lot of people i'm talking to are like they're doing a training race before their goal race because they're like i i forgot how to aid station i forgot how to drop bag i forgot these sort of like normalized things pre-pandemic yeah, and I guess as ultra runners, we don't race that often anyway. So, well, who know who knows what will happen on Saturday? But yeah, I think it will all come together okay. Fingers crossed. I won't yeah forget water bottles or anything. <laughs> um, a lot of things are the same since 2019, but a lot of things are different. Like there's no snow in the high country this year. Um, maybe it's going to be about 10 degrees hotter. Um, it seems like maybe the competitive depth of the women's race has increased by five or six gals, something like that. Yeah. How do you, yeah, what's your, what's your mindset this time, this year? So in 2019, I just wanted to make top 10. Cool. I think a lot of Europeans come here and don't necessarily do that well first time round. So I, I was kind of scared. I didn't know how I'd cope with the heat. In the end, it wasn't a particularly hot year, but I ran quite a conservative race. And this time round, knowing the course of it better and things, I probably will race a bit more aggressively. Mm. Not too much more aggressively because it's going to be hotter and <laughs> a lot more can go wrong later on in the course. But yeah, I think I've got more confidence that I can get on the podium, whereas last time that didn't really cross my mind. Mm. Um, the women's course record is something that's been, you know, looming in everybody's minds. It's a nine-year-old course record. Have you been thinking about that number? I actually can't remember exactly what it is, so no. <laughs> okay, strike 16, that question. 1640 something, is it? Uh, Ellie, we need you right <laughs> sorry, now. Sorry, <laughs> I should know. <laughs> uh, so I guess the course record, it's just, it, you're just going to go out and run and see how it pans out. Absolutely, and given it's going to be a hot year, like, if anyone's running for the course record specifically, I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, it happens. If it happens, exactly, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, best of luck to you on Saturday. And uh, yeah, I run FAR's first race uh, covering live since the pandemic started. So we're pretty excited about chasing you guys 100 miles from here in Olympic Valley down to Auburn. Yeah, I'm excited too. It'd be good to see you out there. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thank you. <laughs>